The following email came from Bruce. I'm trying to find biblical passages concerning our duty to vote for our leaders. Some say there aren't any, and thus we don't need to vote. Can this be so? I can't accept that. Please help. End of quote. As most visitors to God Said, Man Said No, we are a United States-based organization. Presently in the U.S., we basically have a two-party political system which allows us to elect our leaders. The two dominant parties are those of the Democrats and the Republicans. God Said, Man Said does not endorse a political party, but we surely do have a political position. In this country, which was created by God through Jesus Christ, and which was discovered, formed, and developed in the name of Jesus Christ, we have been empowered to vote as citizens of this country by the U.S. Constitution and its edicts. This God-conscious Constitution establishes a type of self-rule of the majority and individual rights of the minority. One primary way we exercise our rights is via the vote. Political leaders desiring elected office must woo a citizen's vote. Each vote counts. If the Christian vote is central to that politician's success, he will attempt to conform to Bible dictates. Hopefully, his convictions are more than just political aspirations. A Christian should exercise his or her franchise of the vote and convert as many as possible to the gospel, which in turn strengthens the godly hold on this nation. God has placed a unique opportunity in our hands. It is the opportunity to individually promote righteousness and push back sin. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. At the time of the writing of this article in March 2008, America is in the midst of a presidential campaign with both parties attempting to woo the Christian vote. Keep in mind that Jesus Christ is not on the ballot. But if incognito he ran for office on the dictates of the Scriptures, his chances of being elected would be nil. I am certain that many, if not most, confessing Christians would not vote for Jesus. But concerning this election... The job of the Christian electorate is to vote for the candidate who most resembles Christ. In the American political landscape, we have the conservatives, who are somewhat represented by the Republican Party, on the right. The liberals, who are represented by the Democratic Party, are on the left. The conservative position is simply adhering to Bible-based principles. The Bible, in fact, is the foundation of conservatism. Understanding this concept means understanding that Jesus Christ is the author of conservatism. Jesus Christ is a true conservative. The liberal position, on the other hand, is anti-Bible. The true conservative position, and consequently Christ's position on the following sampling of issues, is as follows. 1. Evolution. Jesus Christ is against it. He knows the world was created in six literal 24-hour days just over 6,000 years ago. His platform would be to eliminate the teaching of evolution from U.S. textbooks. See Exodus chapter 20, verse 11. There are nearly 40 subjects on this site that deal with the issue of evolution. For more information, click on to Evolution is Dead, They Just Forgot to Bury the Corpse. Number two, abortion. Jesus Christ is against it. It's staggering. Nearly one-third of America's children are terminated in their mother's wombs. His platform would be to outlaw abortion. See Exodus 20:13, Luke 1:15, and 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 through 5. 
For more information, click on to abortion and abortion part two, its deadly fruits. Number three, capital punishment. Jesus Christ is for it. His platform would be to execute guilty parties swiftly. See Genesis 9, 6, Exodus 20, 13, Romans 13, verses 3 through 5, and 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 9 through 10. For more information, click on to God Said Capital Punishment, Q&A, Should a Christian Take Up Arms, God's Position on Execution. Number four, homosexuality. Jesus Christ is against it. The Word of God calls homosexuality an abomination. The Lord's platform would be forgiveness for those who repent and turn from their deeds. He would favor laws totally outlawing homosexuality. See Leviticus chapter 20, verse 13, Romans 1, 21 through 32, 1 Corinthians 6, 9 through 10, and Jude 1, verse 7. For more information, click on to homosexuality. Q&A, Homosexuality, Family Dining, uh, dining excuse me, Modern Prophets, Homosexuality Part 2, Q&A, Homosexuality. Number five, gay marriages. Jesus Christ is against it. Biblical marriage is, of course, between one man and one woman. Any other arrangement is considered gross error. Christ's platform would be to ban it in America. See Matthew chapter 19, verses 4 through 6. For more information, click on to Split Down the Middle and Choosing Sides, The Fool, The Difference is Life. Number six, divorce. Jesus Christ is against the concept of no-fault divorce. His platform would be to make divorce legal only in cases where infidelity was an issue in the marriage. See Matthew chapter 5, verses 31 through 32, and 19, chapter 19, excuse me, verses 4 through 6. For more information, click on to Divorce, Miss H. Makes Second Greatest Decision, and The Wages of Sin, Part 3. Number 7, Censorship. Jesus Christ is pro-censorship. His platform would be to press for the banning of all sexually suggestive attire, or the lack thereof, sexually suggestive verbiage, and foul language from American society, including censorship of all forms of print and electronic media, etc., etc. See Matthew chapter 5, verse 28, Colossians 3, 8, 1 Timothy 2, 9 through 10, and 2 Timothy 2, verse 19. For more information... Click on to 21 Signs of Doomsday, Part 2. Number 8, Fornication. Jesus Christ is against it. His platform would be for the promotion of total abstinence from all acts of premarital sex as well as all illicit sex. He would push to totally revamp the nation's sexual education program. See Matthew chapter 15, verses 19 through 20. Acts 15, verse 20. Romans 1, 28 through 32, and 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18. For more information, click on to It's Not What Goes In, But What Comes Out That Defiles, and also the title Fornication. Number 9, Salvation Slash Religion. Jesus Christ is for it. His platform would be that he alone is the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by him. Eternal life can only be found through Christ Jesus. See John 14, verse 6, and Acts chapter 4, verses 10 through 12. For more information, click on the Further with Jesus. Number 10, alcohol and illegal drugs. Jesus Christ is against them. 
His platform would be to eliminate the consumption of all beverages that cause drunkenness, as well as the use of illegal drugs. To the emailer who was convinced that Jesus Christ was a boozer because he was accused of being a wine-bibber and a glutton, he should note that Jesus Christ was also accused of being a sorcerer, a devil, a false prophet, a liar, a bastard, and certainly not the only begotten Son of God. See Proverbs chapter 23, verses 29 through 35, Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 15, Proverbs chapter 20, verse 1, and Ephesians 5, 18. For more information, click on to Alcohol and Christians, Wine, Wine 2, Alcohol and Christians, Part 2, The Wages of Sin, Part 3. Jesus Christ is a conservative. A Christian should vote for the candidate who's the most conservative. If every candidate on the ballot is so anti-Christ that it makes it impossible to vote for any one of them, write in Jesus Christ.